1: Scotty and Goss on this Thursday morning. And, of course, we're all talking all things footy and finals. But last week, last Friday, you uh, we talked about it ad nauseum, but it was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful event. The Walk With Me lunch here at Optus Stadium. Yeah, we
0: had it uh, here. We had some uh, great speakers. And Walk With Me is a uh, an organisation that Corey McKernan started uh, during lockdowns. And it was just about connecting with people and, and talking, uh, you know, just just talking really which is a really important thing that we all need to do and Corey joins us now to give us the wash up of uh, Walk With Me's inaugural lunch here at Perth. Good morning Corey.
2: Yeah good morning boys it was uh, yeah fantastic to come over to Perth as you know I know a lot of people in Perth it was great to see all the, the people I haven't seen for a long long time and, and do it in that magnificent stadium even though it was empty but I don't know. I don't know what it is about going into the stadium when it's empty, boys. It still has a great
1: feel about it, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. it We're does. very, very lucky to have it, and uh, and the aftermath, and the uh, and the and the um, the postscript of the event. Apparently, Clem I've got to run.
2: Uh, yes, it did. It did uh, <laughs> a little bit later on, where we went to watch the footy. But now we've uh, look. More importantly, we've we've got three sessions lined up in in March next year, so we'll be. We're back back to do the the live training sessions, which we go out to these clubs, and that was the money that was raised last Friday, thanks to the support of Sen and Scotty, and um, yeah, from that event where we raised the money. Well, more importantly for West Australian people, well, there's there's three sort of local clubs that are going to get the full experience of uh, Walk with Me coming over, taking training, and then we. Talk to them about the pillars, how they can look after themselves from a physical and mental point of view.
1: Brilliant work by you and the, the team at Goods Property Services as well, Darren Dorber, who does a great work. Hey, Corey, uh, we're going to talk a bit of footy right now. And it's interesting, I was, I, when I'm, when people talk about Corey McKern, they go, oh, yeah, yeah, sort of North Melbourne, end up at Carlton. But it's got to be remembered that you actually went back to North Melbourne and finished your career at the Kangaroos.
2: Yeah, I did. I uh, The first year at Carlton, I was fortunate enough to win the Best and Fairest. And then... Uh, and then had the interesting circumstance of Dennis Pagan coming across the second year. And then, I uh, <laughs> oh, look, I got a great, I've got a great relationship with Dennis now. But it's like uh, any of you guys, if or anyone out there, it's like if you leave your employer and you you want to go to Greener Pastures, and and I went to Greener Pastures, did something pretty special, and then uh, Dennis followed me. But look, I'm I'm genuinely happy. I think for a lot of people that I know back for Carlton that. But again, you can't feel too sorry for them, can you? They've won 16 flags. Jesus. Yeah. They've, had a, they've had a pretty good run. You want to, I think the, the definition of loyalty might be barricade for St Kilda or someone like that when you've only won one. Mm, that yeah, you, yeah, right,
1: okay. no, you guys, mate. Okay, you don't just throw barbs at me, yeah, mate. Yeah, I'm just a but, battler I'm trying to uh, make
0: an honest living. No, nah, but I'm not sure you still support them. No, no. Right, yeah. nah,
1: there's a Ross Line factor involved in that. Hey, so uh, so I think Melbourne will bounce back strongly, Corey. I think Melbourne were actually better than Collingwood last week, and and no disrespect to Collingwood, they deserved to win because they played better footy, kicked the ball better, and scored more. I get all that. You could say the same late for Sydney. Yeah, exactly right. So Carlton is another one who uh, you know, probably could would may have been lucky to get away with it. So it's going to be massive. Do you give Carlton a better-than-Flukas chance of, of continuing on?
2: My my concern, and I, I, I don't think you can... It, it's not... Look, with the greatest respect to Mackay and the way he plays, but I've, I've really felt like Jack Martin's been the real one that is going to be the biggest loss. And I, I sort of felt like they nearly structured up a lot better that, like, uh, Charlie Kerner could really play... I reckon that Wayne Carey-type position, about 40 metres out from goal... Mm he could stay at home and and take that contested mark but if he had to get on his bike he had the room to move and that's what having jack martin there. like he could he could either push up the ground but he was not only good at pushing up the ground but i think it was just his pressure and uh, the way he went about it so I, I, like my concern for carlton that i don't think they'll miss Mackay as what they'll miss mm. jack martin so but again my concerns on the flip side for melbourne they're just missing a, a genuine forward like they They'd be, their problem's not winning the ball in the midfield. I, I just feel like um, when they go forward, and this has been their problem, even the year that they won the flag, like that lack of a genuine forward. And um, Jake, and for a while, that's where Jake Melstrom is probably such a huge loss. That Jake doesn't—he's not six foot three, six foot four, but he he plays with a real presence. And, and and on that Melbourne forward line at the moment, I don't know who plays with that presence that commands the ball. And um, yeah, so interesting little subplot C, the team, I'm sipping Carlton. I I still think Carlton are are just riding this wave at the moment. And I think, Scotty, we we sort of touched on it. Um, The one thing that I think we're all praying just to see in our lifetime is a (laughs) Carlton-Collingwood. type final, because could you imagine a Carlton Collingwood oh. grand final?
0: <laughs> oh my goodness me, it would be extraordinary scenes in Melbourne, that's for sure, but the, one you, the point that you make about Jake Melsham's a, a beauty, because he, he came in again late in the season, and he hasn't missed the scoreboard since he's been back in, he's been really important, and their forward setup was a mess last weekend um, against Collingwood, who, who do you bring in for Jack Martin, man, is Silvani the
2: go-to man? I think, well, I, I'm a bit of a fan of Silvani. I, I think he, he he sort of cops. I think he's sort of, he's, he's a bit unfairly maligned. And again, when you're in that sort of position that he's that he's not a centre-half back or he's not a midfielder or he's not a ruck, like he's in that in-between position. And sometimes I'd even felt that when you're in that in, in, in-between position, you don't really find what your home is. So it's interesting with Silvani. I, I've been a big fan of his. I, if there's anyone can, that can play that role with his... Yes, he can, he can take a bit of a, a grab over the, overhead, not as good as Jack Martin, but the one thing he'll give you is a fierce contest. Mm. And I think it, it could be a really good move to bring him in, even though he hasn't played for a while. But like we said, he, he does give you a real contest, and that's all they're going to expect.
0: I think he's been really similar to Jake Waterman. And I've said before here, and, and I think Jake Waterman's had to play roles that probably aren't why he was drafted he's had to fill in roles he had to fill in the ruck he's had to play high half forward and, and come up where i reckon he's more of a forward fifty. jack silvani has done the same thing he has played in the ruck he's played down back he's played up forward he's just been that role player that probably isn't the one that the role doesn't suit him especially so he hasn't been able to find that 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 correct role for him in the side as he said he is a, a, a you know a bit
2: player I think, Scotty, that role that we've touched on now that we really discussed it, I, I think this is a beautiful role for Silvani to come in and do. Like, just come in, compete, bring the ball to ground. When we haven't got the ball, you put pressure on. That's all we expect you to do. And that could be enough with the way that the, the Blues are playing their footy at the moment to get them across the line.
1: And the other game, GWS, uh, they're the the red-hot team. There's no doubt about that. They're the team in form. They win anywhere. They just are relentless. They're well-led. They're clearly well-coached. And they go to Port Adelaide, and Scotty and I have talked about it uh, over the last couple of days, that decision to sign Ken Hinckley after they bounce back with a win after a, a run of losses may come back to bite them on the backside because if they go out in straight sets, the Jungle Drums are going to be massive beating over there in Adelaide.
2: Yeah, the ramifications for this game for Port Adelaide after this are really immense. I'd, I'd be really intrigued to see, yeah, the reaction and, and probably the reaction from Kane Collins what what he would be like afterwards <laughs> with this. But I don't know, and, and again, you have to really admire the way that GWS have gone about their footy. Adam Kingsley, just that game plan that he's put together, just, it stands up. And, and the thing that I really love about them, having that mentality... We'll, we'll go anywhere and win at any time, and, and it's such a great mentality. It's what, and again, I know that's next week. The one, the, the one thing that GWS have got is that mentality. I'll go and win anywhere. That's my one knock, and I know if you want to talk next week, that's my one knock on the Brisbane Lions at the moment. I don't know whether they've got that same road dog mentality that the GWS have got, and that's just to be interesting. Um, the, it, look, the ramifications out of this game are immense, but. In the end, if you're GWS, you're playing with a hot hand, like you're playing blackjack and you're freewheeling and you're going, you know what, we're playing with house money at the moment. Whatever we do from here is a credit. But then again, once you get to this point of the season, you want to keep going. So I don't know. I still think with the body of work that Port have reduced over the season and at home, I think they'll just get over the line against the... Again, a, a real red-hot GWS.
1: Yeah, well, that's interesting because we've already chatted this morning about Kane Corns talking about and sort of giving them an out and saying <laughs> there's not going to be a lot of people there because they're worried, one, about losing, or two, they want to get buy tickets to the next game or the grand final and save their money. It's all a bit strange extraordinary. what's going on there. It, it, oh, is it is extraordinary.
2: He's kidding. If the, hey, if, if the, if, if, imagine if that was North Melbourne. Oh. Can you imagine the, <laughs> upro- the carry-on that if we, there was language like that about the
1: kangaroos? Come on, Kane. <laughs> <laughs> No, Be better than that, I agree. Hey, so, hey Corey, now we don't now we've spoken about it for six days, and we, we when we started this show this morning we said we're just gonna be Braden Maynard free chat, but we do have to ask oh. your opinion. I know you're pretty strong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you think it was a football incident and shouldn't have gone that far. Thoughts.
2: Oh look, it was always gonna divide people, I think, because of the outcome. There's just quickly, I think there's two questions I would ask either player. The one that I would ask I know Angus Brayshaw and his history and what has happened, but the one thing I'd ask Angus is go, okay, you knew a player was coming at you. Why didn't you just quickly kick the ball instead of deciding to complete your kick? And you knew that there was physical pressure coming. Like, why, why did you, why didn't you kick it quickly? And then the second one with Maynard, as you know, it is a football act. God, how many times have we heard that? It was a football act. But the only (laughs) thing, the only thing I would have asked Braden is go, well, could you have done more on the way down? Like, that's the only thing I would ask him. But at the end of the day, look, the right result probably happened. But, again, in today's environment with head knocks and the history and everything like that, it was always going to be a topic that... And, again, the counter-argument that I do worry about, boys, what happens if I'm playing centre-half forward once again and I'm going to go for a mark and I get my knee up and someone runs back with the flight of it and my knee catches someone in the head, what happens? You know what I mean? Am I... Like what happens in that scenario? That's where I'm going to be intrigued because that will happen down the track, unfortunately. And that's the thing I fear in our game: are we going to outlaw? You can't put your knee up when you go for a mark. Like these are the these are the questions that this case has opened up Pandora's box about the what if scenarios.
0: Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be so much to unfold in the next few years, no doubt about that. Hey, Corey, it's it's great that we've got you on today. It's a special day, obviously. Certainly in the realms of what you're trying to achieve with uh, with Walk with Me, and uh, I know you. are fully invested here in WA and you're coming back soon. Are you okay, Dave? So, my mate, are you okay?
2: I am okay, and, Scott, you'd be proud of me. I've just been to a place that I know that you frequent very regularly. KFC's not open gym, this time of day, mate. I've been to the gym this morning, so nice and early here in Melbourne. I've just been to Doherty's Gym, I home away from home and done mm. a workout. So I'm ready to attack the day, and I have got a... Are you okay? Uh, talk today, which I'm looking forward to delivering. But now, big thanks to SEN and all the support we're getting. WA, and once of all. Um, Tim, the bloke next to you, he killed it last week So yeah. big thanks to Scotty as well Yeah, he
1: always does and wouldn't have heard, had a decent MC But I'm sure it went okay Hey, mate, thank you very much, Corey <laughs> uh,
2: Didn't have a good
0: auctioneer <laughs> <laughs> we, we struggle with that yeah, all good.
1: Hey, mate, enjoy oh, You're <laughs> in trouble, Tim <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, hey, don't worry right. it,
0: gonna, I'm going to pick off all his clients one by one <laughs> <laughs> And the good, news, the, good news, the good news is too, uh, Corey uh, Jacko's uh, speech is just finished uh, <laughs> and uh, he's got to the punchline, and uh, as, as he as he likes to call you, I've never heard anyone call you this before. But hey, co- hey, close, close, it's been good to see you.
2: I've got on that note, I'm leaving. There he is, Corey McKernan (laughs) joining us, of
1: course, talking all things uh, footy and uh, yeah, walk with me, uh, an outstanding uh, cause and charity. And are you okay days today? And we've chatted about it in the opener as well. It is very important just to reach out and make sure everyone is doing okay. Scotty and Goss on this Thursday morning.